Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam, and I'd like to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. I am really happy to be here today, and I'm getting tons of questions. Uh, Wow, it's kind of overwhelming to know that so many people out there are really concerned about their eyes and vision, and I am really happy to be able to offer some advice to people. So why don't we jump in because uh, we've got lots of questions today. So the first question is about diabetic macular edema. This is from a woman, Elizabeth, and she writes, Hello, I just purchased your eye drops and I watched your videos and I read your blog and I so enjoy your content. Thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate that. Have you written anything on the holistic management of diabetic macular edema? I am trying to help my father with this condition. I'm so grateful for any direction that you might be able to give me. Okay, well, let's go to the research because, you know, with um, diabetic um, macular edema, this is a pretty serious condition. You know, whenever we, you know, we talk about the retina, the retina is made up of a sea of microcapillaries, and the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs of the body, and the macula has the highest metabolic need of the retina. And as we age, if we have any kind of a circulation problem going on, it is going to affect our retina and perhaps our macula. So in this particular study that I'm quoting, the title of the study is a low-carbohydrate ketogenic diet to treat type 2 diabetes. And in this particular study, there were uh, 28 28 participants who enrolled in the study, and uh, these folks... um, were given the intervention of a ketogenic diet, which included unlimited amounts of meats, poultry, fish, shellfish, eggs, and then two cups of salad vegetables per day. And so they were limiting the carbohydrate uh, ingestion. And the results of the study showed that there was a very positive effect on body weight, waist measurement, serum triglycerides, and that there was no question that if you begin eating a low-carbohydrate ketogenic diet, that this could have a very positive effect on your health. So in terms of, Elizabeth, your question with your father, I think an easy way to go is to maybe take a look at this diet and see if it's something that your dad could do. Now, I would also, in terms of the eyes, some simple things that you could consider would be the MSM eye drop with the eye massage. Uh, We know that MSM can help reduce inflammation and moisturize the eyes. Uh, Also would consider boosting 
at least 10 milligrams of lutein per four to six milligrams of zeaxanthin per day. So you know, we'd want to consider a really high concentrated I vitamin that had lutein, zeaxanthin, beta carotene, vitamin C, vitamin E, and uh, then the trace minerals like selenium and chromium, magnesium. These would be you know a staple, some staples that I would certainly include in any kind of supplementation program. I would make sure that there's bilberry and taurine in this particular supplement. Bilberry is really good for eye circulation and retinal circulation. You know, if he was really open, <clears throat> I'd even consider sending him off to acupuncture and seeing if, um, you know, there could be some possibility of moving some of that fluid out of the body, out of the macula area using acupuncture. So those would be my initial suggestions. Again, I don't really know um, a lot of details about his health, but definitely check out the ketogenic diet. I think that would be a good way to go. All right, next question. And this is a, it's a very interesting question. Uh, we didn't get the person's name, but he said, I have a condition of swelling in the eyeballs. <clears throat> I have not been given a diagnosis during the 16 months I've had the condition. What would you suggest I need to do? Okay, so in terms of what causes a swollen eye, some things to consider. Number one, allergies. Number two, conjunctivitis. Number three, something called orbital cellulitis. Now, this is a very serious inflammatory situation. Uh, there can be a bacterial thread in this. It's a, it can be a site-threatening condition. And so I hope that your doctor is ruling this out in terms of orbital cellulitis. The next possibility would be a trauma-related injury, like a blunt force. Uh, we didn't hear that there was that situation. And then something called Graves' disease, which is a thyroid eye disease. Graves is an autoimmune condition, which can cause an inflammatory response in the eyes. Again, I didn't hear some of the symptoms, uh, but people with swollen eyes can have pain, blurred vision, decreased vision, floaters, uh, flashing lights. Uh, of course, you want to uh, check out and make sure you don't have a retinal detachment. So I'm assuming a, a full retinal exam was done. Some systemic diseases that can cause uh, swollen eyes would be things like high blood pressure, multiple sclerosis, carotid artery disease, lymphoma, um, and even diabetes. So in terms of working with this condition holistically, the first thing you'd want to do is kind of get uh, kind of a deeper reason why, you know, is this an inflammatory response? Uh, is there an immune system issue going on? Was there trauma involved? Um, is there a restriction in the eye movements? We want to rule out any tumors or neurological problems. So all of these things need to be uh, explored so that you can get a diagnosis. I think that's that would be number one on my list before I even begin to look at treatment options. 
But if you were going to look at, you know, some treatment options, some of the things that I would suggest would be some of my simple eye exercises that improve the, the, uh, the eye circulation and lymph function. And uh, in terms of doing that, um, my suggestion would be to go on my website and to take a look at the palming exercise, the eye scan, the eye stretch, the palming and humming, the tongue and the clock. These are all really good exercises that open up the lymph uh, in the eyes. Um, I would take a look at um, what is the inflammatory situation going on in your intestinal system, you know, what's your diet like? Certainly going to a more anti-inflammatory diet is a, is a safe thing to do. You know, find a holistic doctor, physician that can run some blood work on you and, and kind of figure out, okay, what is this swelling representing? You know, if the eyes and the brain do reflect each other, which in my opinion they do, that, um, you know, is this related to gluten, dairy, sugar, you know, in terms of those situations? What is your diet like? Um, I might consider some craniosacral therapy, some acupuncture, uh, if you wanted to go more, go the more holistic route. But, you know, without knowing more information, um, it's difficult for me to really talk about this in a way that... Um, is going to help you, but these would be some markers that I would suggest. So I hope that's helpful. All right, next question. So this is from a gentleman who is uh, having some disorientation in his visit in his vision, and this uh, came up for him while he was working at the computer. And what he's saying is that when he turns to his left, all of a sudden he experienced double vision. And he also experienced nausea, disorientation, blurred vision. Um, he was concerned that there was a, a problem with perhaps blood flow to the brain. And uh, so he's having a lot of disorientation and blurriness that's just come up in his vision. So he wants to know what causes disorientation, double vision, and blurred vision, and what can he do about it? Well, double vision, it's sometimes it's called uh, diplopia, is a condition where the two eyes don't work together. And there are many reasons why we start developing double vision, and especially in this case where it comes on acutely, uh, kind of out of the blue. And I would say right off the bat, you want to go to uh, an ophthalmologist and you want to rule out any neurological problem. You know, everything from um, MS to Parkinson's disease uh, to tumors. Um, you know, because the, the first thing that comes up is some kind of a neurodegenerative circulation problem going on in the brain. It could be a, a mini stroke, uh, could be a TIA. Uh, so I think you need to rule that out. And, you know, you have to get a diagnosis in terms of what is the cause. And in order to do that, you have to 
kind of dive into more of the allopathic approach in terms of looking at your retinal circulation, your optic nerve health, uh, the uh, extraocular mu muscle innervation, which is controlled by the brain. If you're coming on with acute double vision, uh, it could be many things. It could be just stress. It could be, um, you know, a biochemical imbalance, a metabolic imbalance. So I think it's time to go to get a full um, physical, get a neurological workup, uh, rule out all these conditions. And then if you want to go a more holistic route and there aren't any, you know, neurodegenerative things going on, then of course the physical eye therapy that I promote is really good. The eye exercises that I do in terms of my own physical therapy program, I've helped thousands of people who've developed double vision over the years uh, by doing the physical eye therapy. I mean, I don't recommend getting eye surgery. I don't think that's the answer. Uh, I would think that you would want to just collect some data and get a baseline on what's going on. Some other things to consider would be, you know, what have you had any uh, head traumas in your life? car accidents, whiplashes, even old sports injuries, these things can sometimes over, you know, over a period uh, can trigger double vision. And, you know, it could be something as simple as taking more trace minerals, um, hydrating more, um, you know, reducing your stress. But something is out of balance and your eyes are talking to you. And these symptoms are suggesting that, um, there could be uh, at least some kind of a secondary uh, neurological issue going on, and that would be the place that I would start. So I wish you best of luck with it. I know it's disconcerting, but um, you know it's a signal that you need to focus a little more on your health. Okay, last question, and this is from a gentleman who had a stroke. July of 2017, and he lost the vision on the right side, uh, the peripheral vision on the right side, and he can't see anything on the right side of the brain. It hasn't gotten any better in 10 months. Is there any help? Well, absolutely. Uh, right now, I'm working with somebody who had a stroke just like you, and he's been doing uh, physical eye therapy with me. We gave him some prisms that actually shifted his vision into the blind spot of his right eye and he's driving again he's reading again this is after six weeks of doing physical eye therapy with me so there's definitely a lot of uh, possibilities here one of the things that i would suggest doing is there's an organization called a neuro optometric rehabilitation association nora and I think the website is www.nora.cc. And this is an organization where the doctors specialize in working with people who've had visual field loss and uh, double vision. And this might be um, a good, for, a good uh, resource for you to uh, do some research and see if you can find a practitioner in your area. If you cannot, uh, we could do some kind of a long-distance session in terms of, of helping you. But uh, we've got to think of the, the brain has a certain map 
to it. And the eyes originate from the brain. So the eyes are uh, connected to the brain. So there are ways that you can um, improve the mapping of the brain. This is called neuroplasticity. And so what you need is something called neuroplasticity uh, training, rehabilitation. I would think something like Feldenkrais therapy would be really good for you as a way to address some of the damage that's occurred in the brain. This could also help your movement. So you can Google Feldenkrais. It's a really great therapy. Moshe Feldenkrais was an amazing healer, and he developed this neuroplasticity training. And uh, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, way to enhance the mapping that we're talking about. There are lots of ways to increase and improve neuroplasticity in the body. Um, and I'm going to put on my um, on the link one of my favorite books about neuroplasticity. It's really a great book, and I think you should get that book. I think it's a wonderful way to. Uh, to begin to enter into the ideas of being able to retrain and reprogram your eyes and your brain and your body. And this particular author interviews many different doctors and healing modalities in the area of being able to use neuroplasticity as a way to heal the body. So there's a lot of uh, good resources out there. Again, I'll put this author's name in his book. I would get that book and I would read it. I would get into Feldenkrais. I would look at the Nora uh, organization. And if nothing else, get in touch with me and I'm happy to give you a session. Okay, well, that's all that I have time for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time... Take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.